Hello and welcome to the Glacier Valley Church of God. Today's podcast was recorded live on Sunday before a full church. If there's anything we can do to bless you, to pray for you, please contact us at 907-789-3605. Glacier Valley Church of God, a place of hope, a place of healing. visitor, welcome. We're not going to call you out, but we, we hope that you feel welcome. You are always welcome here. So thank you for choosing to come to the Glacier Valley Church of God to worship with us. We're happy you're here. So before we get into the service, I want to talk a little bit about what this church has been doing. This church, under the leadership of Pastor Keith, has been doing a lot. And if you haven't noticed it, I'm very happy to lay it out for you. You see these things here? That tells you a lot of what we're doing, but it doesn't tell you everything. Since Pastor Keith has, has become our pastor, we've started all of these. Pursue, Pursue is for um, young adults, I believe 18 to 30, and they meet on Wednesday nights. Impact. Uh, we're hoping to get that started back up. But Pastor Keith had run Impact for a good three plus years, and that was for teenagers on Friday nights. Prime Timers started an elders ministry to minister and to uh, help our elders uh, fulfill what God has for them as elders. Children's Church, we're not going to have Children's Church this morning, but we do have a Children's Church. Praise the Lord. We have a Celebrate Life, which happens on Thursday nights at 6.30 here at the church. And that's for folks who are just needing a little bit extra love and compassion. They can come to Celebrate Life and they can, and they can uh, get wisdom and knowledge and love and compassion. And it can be held up uh, just by the group that comes here. And that's Celebrate Life. Men's ministry and then women's ministry have been meeting uh, once a month. Uh, we gather together uh, as a whole group, have a breakfast, wonderful fellowship, and then we break off and we do our separate ministries. On top of that, this church has been going out and witnessing. Imagine that. This, this church has been going out on Saturdays to witness. Two Saturdays, they went downtown in the evening and they witnessed to anybody that, would, that God would send their way. And then yesterday, as you saw uh, the video this morning, yesterday, a group of the, of the members of this church under the leadership of our pastor went out in the neighborhood, went door to door just to pray with people. On top of that, you think that's a lot. That's a lot, isn't it? But there's more. I feel like one of those television salespeople. But there's more. This church has been helping um, rebuild a church in New Zealand. This church helped send uh, Bibles to the Middle East in Middle Eastern language. This church has been helping a orphanage down in South America in Guatemala, an orphanage. This church has been doing so much in, in all areas. This church has been doing a podcast where 80 plus countries tune in to hear our Sunday morning services. 80 countries are, are, is listening to the Glacier Valley Church of God. 
And all of this activity, on top of all of this activity, this, this church has started to follow the word of God and what Jesus has called us to do. This church has already participated twice in foot washing. I don't know of any other church that's doing that right now, but this church has participated in foot washing. This church does communion. This church has been meeting Sunday nights. Every Sunday evening service is dedicated specifically to pray, to prayer over the community, over our neighborhoods, over our families, over this country. This church has been active, and it's because of our pastor and his vision that God has given him has been made all of this possible. Imagine, imagine that. I mean, look, I'm talking about five minutes already. Five minutes already. Just telling you what this church is doing is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing the, the, how active this church is and is thanks to the leadership of our pastor. Not only that, but our pastor has touched each and every one of us in one way or the other, right? He's touched our hearts. He's ministered. He's blessed us. I could go on forever about what he's done just for me. His leadership, his friendship, his kindness, his love, his compassion, everything that has held me up in the last several years. He's been there for me. Good and the bad, he's been there for me. And I praise the Lord for that. But I don't want to get into that. But what I would like to do is I'd like to have three of our congregation come up and testify to you about what the Lord has done through our pastor for them. And we'll have Randy come up, and then we'll have Mary come up, and then we'll have Bobby come up. We put Randy first because we want to make sure we cut him off right at two minutes. <laughs> If they try to cut me off, don't stop them. Don't stop me. <clears throat> uh, so I got a lot to say. Two minutes isn't long enough, but I'm going to try to make it as short as possible. Um, I do want to start with uh, the witnessing yesterday, and it's going to lead into what this pastor has done for not just myself, but everybody in this church. The witnessing yesterday, when I, when I think about it, and we, we're out there, um, praying over our community. It could be something personal for them or someone close to them or whatever. Um, we all know what it's like to lose a family member to the world, and it's, it's not easy to watch. It could be a death. It could be a spiritual death. And uh, for us to organize, for the pastor to organize, for us to go out door to door and walk around into the community and pray for people and maybe change one person, that's a big that's a big step for our community and uh you know we I'm just really thankful that we get the opportunity to do that and uh <clears throat> I think everybody in here knows what it's like to become a full full on believer and think about where you came from and uh <laughs> you know it's just a blessing it's a blessing and uh well Anyway, I'm just, I'm thankful for that and thankful for the pastor for that. But <clears throat> what I do want to say about the pastor is uh, it, could, it could take a long time. Well, first of all, he's a Panthers fan, so we could sit here all day and just boo that, can't we? We don't like the Panthers. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 
or the horrible dad jokes that we all laugh at. Maybe they're funny sometimes. I don't know, but I, I try not to laugh in front of people. I just I go, out, I go out there and laugh by myself. <laughs> but let me start from when I first entered this church as, a, as an adult. I was uh, January of 2020, and uh, I was a mess. I was a wreck. I was crying. I was hurt. I was, um, was going through a lot. And uh, the pastor, um, when nobody else could, um, yeah. Um, he picked me up, put me on my feet. He uh, taught me about Jesus. And what he could do, and uh, I'm starting to see that picture. And, uh, you know, I notice a lot of other people um, are growing a lot in this church. And... Uh, um, just the things that he's taught me throughout the time that I've been here in this church, how to be a better father, how to be a, a better husband, you know, uh, how to be a better Christian. And um, the effort that the pastor puts into this church is unbelievable. To work a full-time job and come in here basically every day of the week, and uh, we don't ever see the pastor in a bad mood. And that's hard. That's that's hard to do, but when you're when you're a believer like he is, he's just filled over, filled with joy, and uh, we don't get to see the hurt and things that he goes through that he has to deal with, and uh, that's things that his wife and and kids only get to see in his parents. So, you know, we just have to pray for the pastor, thank him for everything that he's doing in the church, and uh, be there when he needs us, and. Uh, you know, ministry in this church is so important. Uh, I feel myself evolving, and uh, and uh, it's a blessing that um, our family has received from this, not just this church, but the pastor personally. I'll say one more thing, and then um, I'll, I'll cut it off because it's been probably a little longer than two minutes. There was a time I couldn't get a job. I based every interview I'm one of the best interviews interviews you'll ever have. I'll make you laugh. I'll make you think. I'll put the ball back in your court. And there was a time I couldn't get a job, and uh, I didn't know what else to do. Um, it was I couldn't provide for our family financially. It was tough. And uh, I called with the pastor one day. And I said, I need some help. Do you know anything about starting a business? He said, yeah, I know a little bit. <laughs> and that little bit, he talked me through um, getting my, my business um, done online. So since March of this year, I've had my own business. And uh, everything that that business led up to, we were able to buy a house for our family. And, uh, you know, just, we, we were just, we've just been blessed. And uh, without the pastor, there's so many things that we could, have, could not have accomplished as a family. And in this church, look at how far that we've came especially for you guys that have been here since the 80s. You know, um, it's just a blessing, and I love you, Pastor, for everything that you're doing for this church and, and for me personally and our family. And uh, that's it. Happy Pastor Appreciation Day.
All right. Um, I, I think it's funny that um, Randy always gets the grief about talking too long. Um, my Indian name is Ya'akandane, and I don't know if any of you could appreciate that, but my grandmother um, told me growing up and most of my life that that means talks a lot. <laughs> and I don't have as good of a um, timer in my head as maybe Randy does. So what may seem like five minutes to me um, may be more like 15, 20 minutes to others. So I tried to um, write down notes and, and uh, everything that I'm thankful for uh, to God and a pastor. Uh, but he brought me here. I haven't gotten to experience a whole lot of other churches or other people's styles of preaching. Um, but I'm very blessed in that because where I'm at now, I, I don't have to wonder, is the word coming from God, is he um, putting, is he on the same wavelength is, is God? Is he um, putting God first? Is he uh, looking to speak God's word? Um, I know it because um, of the, what he, God puts on my heart and the word that he, he gives to me. And then I come to church and it's the exact same thing. I mean, almost verbatim. And it's amazing to me, and I'm thankful for this. I didn't have to go through all those trial churches or trial pastors. Um, pastor invited me to come, and I've gone to this church off and on, and I've been invited to other churches. Um, and I, I guess I am wrong. I did try going to one other church, and it was just so large. Um, I kind of got lost in it. Um, but I'm... A uh, pastor invited me after um, my mom passed away, and my mom invited me all the time. My mom was always um, giving me scripture, always encouraging me to lean on God. Um, but when I lost her, um, and I'm not saying you're that old where you could be my father, but I, I'm very thankful he picked up where my mom left off. Um, he invited me with an earnesty and with something uh, in a way that I, could, I didn't feel I could say no. And of course, I could have said no. I could have ignored that, um, that feeling and that conviction. Um, but when he speaks to you and he prays to you, it's, it's earnestly, and I thank you for that. It's with a sense of urgency because the time is short. And I've known it for a, a long time, but um, when, when he gets up here and he preaches the word and he doesn't avoid the tough stuff, he gets right into the, there to the meat of things and he lets us know he calls sin, sin. Um, he calls bad, bad, bad habits, bad habits. Um, and it could make a lot of us feel a way about that. Um, because I, I don't know about you, but uh, I grew up, clinkets are, we're prideful, and I'm sure all other peoples are too, but we're very prideful in um, 
And he lets us know that is, yes, have pride in your God. He put, gives everything back to God. He gives glory where glory is due. These things, these strengths that we have in this life, he doesn't claim it. He lets you know it, where it's coming from. And he goes through a lot. He's been there for our family. He supports my son. He supports my son's wife. He's a friend and a mentor to, um, to both of my sons. Um, gives love freely. And I'm, I'm very thankful for this. Uh, but it was there for us when we were losing, we had much loss, um, but reminded us uh, that we have much to celebrate as well because our families, we cannot currently um, hug in the flesh, but we're going to see them again soon if we continue um, walking with God and listening and coming and um, being a part of a congregation. It's so important. You let us know all the time how important it is to lift each other up. And um, when, Pastor, you were there with my aunts and my uncles, and um, he wasn't doing that alone. He was, uh, like my son said, the congregation was a huge part of that. He doesn't take it all on himself. He lets us know that we are as important to the body of Christ as he is. And we have to be strong. Um, and even though we go through these difficulties and sometimes we get sick and sometimes we have illnesses and we wonder why, um, pastor has gone through that as well. And he still praises and he still um, worships and um, doesn't care what that looks to other people like. Um, I was sitting and listening, since I do children's church, I don't always get to sit and enjoy um, his teachings uh, with you all, but I was, I was sitting at home last night and I was listening, <laughs> I was listening to some sermons and, and this is another way I know that he is following um, God and what God wants him to, I was sitting there by myself. And I started stomping. I was like, amen, amen. My dogs are like, <laughs> they were ready to go do something because they thought that I was, I don't know what they thought. But, but that's the spirit of God. When you're sitting by yourself and, and you're getting, and he says, I don't mean to get you, I, I don't want, but I do. I want to get you guys riled up. You guys go to games. Woo! It's, he's encouraging the, move, the movement of God when you feel that need to, to yell out, to say, amen, hallelujah, that's mine, I'm taking it, he already gave it to me, it's done, it's finished, we are victorious, and he's in line with the word, so I thank you. I'm going to end there because, like I said, I could keep on going and not even know where the time went. I'm going to think of much more I could have said thank you for in a pastor, but... Thank you to Pastor and his family, um, Jenny and Julie and Hunter um, and Phil and Esther. Wonderful family, wonderful son, um, because you all just love 
and embrace us all so, so well. Thank you. Hi, good morning. I'm Bob. Um, I'm so grateful for our pastor for uh, many things. Um, one of them was uh, I kind of found this church and started coming here uh, to sit in the back and just kind of listen, just kind of get a feel for the church. Um, and then I kind of left because I was kind of lost, wondering where to go, trying to find a home. And as I was wandering and being lost, uh, pastor had reached out to me, uh, called me a couple times, texted me a couple times to let me know that I'm welcome here. And I was so, so grateful for that. So that's what brought me back. Uh, since I've been back, I feel like this has been a wonderful home for me. I feel like this is a one big happy family. Uh, maybe not always happy. There's ups and downs. But because of our pastor and his teachings and just the way he is coming from a good family, uh, he shows lots of love. And I greatly appreciate his leadership. All the different things that he has started, and I, I'm starting to understand the depth of his uh, leadership. At first, I didn't fully understand all the different things, but as I kind of immerse myself more in this church, I realize that um, we're truly fortunate, and I'm great, grateful and thankful. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Do we have enough tissues for you there, Pastor? You're just going to have a pile over there. <laughs> you big crybaby. <laughs> I'm probably one of the few people I'll talk to a pastor like that, so. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I have my testimonies about Pastor Keith, but I'm not going to get into it this morning. Um, one thing that pastor does know about me, that some of you may already know about me from my previous testimonies, saying I love you doesn't come easy to me because of past trauma and things that I've been through. It's not easy for me to say I love you to people. But I can truly say that to my pastor. That I, I truly do love my pastor. He's been there for me thick, thick and thin through everything, through the good times, through the hard times. He's helped me up when I've needed help. Um, he's prayed for me when I've needed prayer. Uh, he's encouraged me when I felt, when I felt discouraged. He's been there. Um, even, despite the fact that I tried to kill him on a hike. Uh, he's been there. So uh, I praise the Lord for that. So the pastor, the pastor, God has called our pastor to lead us in kingdom ministry. And that's what he does, doesn't he? That's what he does. Now, I've listed out earlier all the things that this church is doing. This church is very involved and very active in doing all kinds of ministries and sharing the love of Christ in so many different ways. And that's because of the leadership of our pastor. So our, so our job or the pastor is called to lead us lead us in kingdom ministry. And that's exactly what he does. He takes that job very seriously, very seriously. We, we heard some great testimonies about that, that our pastor, he doesn't go the easy route. When we have to have a hard conversation, when he has to have a hard conversation with us up here on a Sunday morning, he doesn't shy away from that. 
He doesn't shy away. He leads. He leads us in kingdom ministry. The work of our pastor has been outlined by God. He is under divine orders to equip us for the work of service, to guide us in life-changing worship, and to lead us in Christian life and discipline so that we can function as a body of Christ. That's everything that he does, right? He tries to energize us when we, uh, during worship service. We are Pentecostal, right? We are Pentecostal. We need to act Pentecostal. And that's what Pastor Keith really tries to instill in us, is don't be afraid to let that Pentecostalism out. There are churches out there that shy away from that, from shy away from, uh, you know, the spontaneous speaking in tongues when the Holy Spirit gives us the utterance or when the Holy Spirit uh, works through us and in us during a church service and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit takes over. He encourages that. So that's all in the, in the uh, guidance of worship. He teaches us how to serve, going door to door, going downtown. He does all of those things. We are privileged to assist our pastor in worship. Our attitude creates the atmosphere for worship. Our attitude. Whatever attitude you walk in, that, in through those doors, whatever attitude you come in with, that's going to affect worship. So how do we come in through those doors? With thanksgiving? Or are we just think, thinking so much about all of our own problems that we come in burdened and heavy and it's hard to get into a spirit of worship? We come in with thanksgiving. And pa our pastor tries to encourage that. He works hard to encourage that. I am so thankful that his daughter is following his footsteps, leading song service, trying to get us into, into a spirit of worship so that we can be in a place where we can receive the word of the Lord that he has for us. So our attitude creates the atmosphere for worship. When we greet our pastor and fellow believers, we should do so with the spirit of the psalmist who said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That's the spirit we should greet each other with. That's the spirit we should greet our pastor with. By the way, that's Psalms 122.1. Let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us go into the house of the Lord. Let's, let's celebrate that. When I come to church, I have my burdens to bear. We all have our burdens to bear, right? When you come, you have your burdens to bear. When the pastor comes, he has all of our burdens to bear. And yet he must lead us in positive worship. Imagine that. So we have our burdens. You have your burdens. Pastor carries all of our burdens. Because we reach out to him, right? You reach out to him, you let him know what's going on. There have been plenty of times when I've reached out to my pastor and said, Pastor, I'm having a bad day. I just need some prayer. And he, right, regardless of what he's doing, he'll stop what he's doing and he'll pray with me. He'll encourage me. He'll lift me up. He'll, he'll tell me, you can do it. That's our pastor. And he'll do that even though he has his own burdens to bear as well. This is why you and I must assist our pastor by ent entering into his 
God's, we're talking about God's gates, into God's gates with blessings, with blessing his name. When we come in with a spirit of worship, when we come into this church with a spirit of gladness and thanksgiving and gratitude and joy and peace, we help our pastor. We help him with that burden. Because remember, he carries our burdens as well. God has called us to follow our pastor as he follows Christ. Okay? He is not released from his responsibility simply by preaching about what we should do. It doesn't stop there. A lot of people think that the job of the pastor is just to come up here and preach and then he's done. Really not the case. And I've listed out all of the things that this church is doing. And all of those things that this church is doing is because our pastor has led us in that direction. So he's, he doesn't just preach on Sunday morning. That's, that's, that's not the limits of, his, of what he does. He does so much more. We must engage in service projects. We must do that. We must be consistent in church attendance. And we should always practice stewardship, commitment in order to be the team that God wants us to be. We're a body of Christ, right? We are a body of Christ. We are knit together by the blood of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we become a body of Christ. And it's up to us to uh, follow our pastor's lead as he follows the lead of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that generous sowing brings generous reaping. You sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. You sow much, you, you reap much, is what that's saying. We must share our pastor's burdens. The pastor carries all of our burdens. From a human perspective, this is impossible. The load is too heavy for one person to bear. We can assist our pastor in visiting the sick, caring for the needy, and taking care of the church property and business. Our pastor is here to lead us and feed us. Jeremiah 3.15 says, And I will give you shepherds according to my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Remember, the pastor plus, uh, the pastor plus we, the people, equals God's ministry team. We must be considerate of our pastor's time so that he can give the time needed to those matters which are most important. Prayer and preaching and teaching of the word of God. That's what our pastors, uh, that's, our work in this church allows our pastor to devote himself to prayer and to preaching the word of God. So it becomes our responsibility, not the pastor's, but our responsibility as the body of Christ to make sure that this church is run smoothly. Our job, not his. Our pastor's job is to pray and to preach the word of God to us. Lead us as Christ leads him. Remember, the pastor plus we the people equals God's ministry team. Be considerate of his family time. 
of his private time so that his family life can be a quality time. That's, that's so very important. It's not important just for our pastor, but for his family. Now, I'm not a preacher's kid. I'm not a PK. But I've known a lot of PKs. I've gone to school with a lot of PKs. I've, gotten, uh, I've seen them. And I've seen a lot of them. And I've, see, and I've seen the burden that is upon the PKs, the preacher's kids, and the pastor's wives. There is so much pressure on them as well. They deserve, they deserve their privacy as much as we do, don't they? They deserve that privacy. So that's, that's so very important. They deserve their private time. They deserve their family time. They deserve uh, to have quality time with one another. If they don't have that, then I don't know what would happen to this church. I don't know what happened with us, right? So it's important for us to remember that, that we, as we expect our pastor to um, respect our privacy, we expect the same, he expects that from us. Right? We, we respect his privacy and his family's privacy. They deserve that and they need that. They need it so desperately. We honor our pastor by providing for him and praying for him. When a team leader is hurt or mistreated, the entire team is crippled and thwarted from reaching the goal. We can honor our pastor by showing sincere appreciation for that ministry, by praying for his effectiveness, health, and family, and by serving with him as a team to reach the goals and vision that God has given us. It pleases the Lord to honor our pastor and his family. Paul said in 1 Timothy 4, 17 and 18, let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says, you shall not muzzle the ox. The ox, it treads out the grain and the laborer is worthy of his wages. So I know I get up here all the time and talk about tithes and offerings and how you're doing so many things around the world on all this, but at the same time, that tithes and offering goes also to help and uh, take care of our pastor. Very important part of that. So he's worth, he's worth uh, his wages. We should share good news with our pastor. Ah, that's a novelty, isn't it? How many of us always just call the pastor just to complain, just to say all oh, these things are coming up and I'm, uh, and I'm burdened and I'm problem, these problems and these issues and all this stuff is then we call him and we complain. But how many of us actually call him and with good news? Hey, pastor, this happened. Right? He needs to hear those as well, doesn't he? Because our pastor wants to not just share in our burdens, but share in our joys. And in sharing in our joys, it brings him joy. It rejuvenates our pastor as well. Share your praise reports with the pastor. Call him and express appreciation for his commitment, leadership, and love. Make sure that his financial needs are met. Let us convey a spirit of appreciation for his ministry. 
We cannot just appreciate our pastor. We need to tell him that we appreciate him. Include the pastor and his family in your social life every so often. I try to have them as off, over as often as I can for our Taco Tuesdays. And, they, and they've graciously come each time I've, I've uh, extended the invitation. They've come to Taco Tuesdays. I, I like to think it's because I make pretty good tacos. <laughs> but they come. Invite them to, to your social events. Invite the family to your social events. They're not an island. They need to be a part of our lives, our daily lives. So invite them to, over to fellowship. If your home is small or inconvenient for fellowship, take them out. Hey, there's an idea. Take them out to get something to eat. Now, there's a lot of clinkets in here. We love to eat, right? <laughs> take them out to eat. Take them out to get something to eat. Um, fulfill his ministry by showing appreciation for him and his family. It's not just the pastor, but the pastor and his family. Let them know they are in your prayers. Encourage them. Encourage them as much as they encourage us. Encourage them. Let them know. Pastor, I'm praying for you. Pastor and family, we're praying for you and your family. Let them know all the time. And then do it. Pray for them. Pray for the family. Every one of them. They need the prayers. They need the prayers. Pastor, on behalf of the church, we want to say that we are grateful for you. You and your family are a blessing to us, and we love you and appreciate you. I want to ask the entire church to do two things with me. But we'll get to that in a minute, because I, I, this is my notes, and I want, I want to go somewhere a little bit different. First, I want all the workers of the church all the workers, from the uh, sound folks to, to uh, the janitorial, the ushers, the teachers, everybody, the, the singers. I want you to come forward. Pastor Keith and family, please come and stand here. All the church workers, everybody, all the church workers. I want you to surround the pastor. So what we're going to do is we're going to pray over the pastor and his family. And then after that, what I'd like to do is I would like to uh, have a greeting line. So a greeting line will come from your left. Thank you for listening to our service. Be sure to catch the video edition of this on either YouTube or Facebook Live. Again, if you need prayer, contact us at 907-789-3605.
May God richly bless you in all things.